Goff gives to Montgomery again. He's got room inside the five. Fighting to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. David Montgomery to the house, and the Lions are an extra point away from taking the lead. Goff takes a knee. Say good night. This game's over. Two teams will meet out in the middle of the field to say job well done, job better done on this night by the Detroit Lions. They have come in and knocked off the Super Bowl champs. 21 to 20, the final score here at Arrowhead Stadium. Hey Siri, OU game. Siri, OU game. Are you over the age of 40 and need help streaming our game on ESPN Plus? Well then you're not alone. With all the streaming services and passwords to remember, the process can be confusing. Well I have a solution for you. Do what I do. Call a young person. It's simple. Just call someone who's never heard of dial-up and they'll get you logged in right away. So remember, I believe in you, your family believes in you, your tailgate believes in you. Just do what I do. Call somebody who doesn't know what a landline is or has ever used a map. Call a young person. <laughs> it's ever used a map. Oh, hour three, T-Row in the morning show. That's one of my favorite things they've ever put out right there. Toby and TJ back with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon, OEC Fiber Football Friday. We got the Sooners and the Mustangs coming up tomorrow night on Owen Field, 5 o'clock. Just a reminder, our coverage tomorrow starts at 11 a.m. Parker Thune will be at Yo Pablo, 11 to 1. Chris Plank takes over at Yo Pablo at 1 o'clock, 1 to 2. Teddy and I will be at Balfour from 1 to 2 tomorrow. Then 2 to 4, our next shift, you got Tyler McComas at Yo Pablo, and you got the Steelman at Balfour. Post-game coverage, Tyler and Travis will be at O'Connell's. Our network pregame coverage starts at 3 o'clock tomorrow. We'll be on the stage there at uh, FanFest at the party at the Palace. Okay, Teach, it is time now for our Ref Royal Rumble. Who's our sponsor for the Ref Royal Rumble this year? Hello? Test, test. Oh, it's the 8 o'clock hour. TJ must be picking up his chick free Chick-fil-A at the door right now. Either that or I'm not broadcasting. Let's try this again. TJ! Hello? No, I was answering the phone. Sorry. Uh, I figured you were getting your free Chick-fil-A. Um, do we know that information yet? The question you asked me. I don't know. I don't. I, don't I can't. I, I trust you to keep track of everything. I, I, trust uh, me. We, I'm so lost right now. I don't know. Okay. 
Um, I got so yelled the standings, about this yesterday, but there are so many things sponsored that I have lost track. You got yelled at for uh, this particular game? No, no, no. Oh. Forgetting to plug something? Uh, perhaps, or we needed to, or I didn't get yelled at, but it, we, we, we yeah. talked about it. So, And now here I am, and you asked that question. I'm on the phone. I'm like, ah, who is it? Um, I can run and look in a second, but it's a, give me well, a second. I mean, give me a second. Hang on, everybody. Give TJ just a second. I'll give you the uh, week one. After one week, here's the standings for the Ref Royal Rumble, year three of the Rumble. Uh, five-way tie between Teddy, Steelman, Travis, myself, and TJ. We all have one point. We got our locks last week. Zeros so far for Parker, Tyler, Plank, Josh, and Drake. Nobody hit the upset in week one. Picks are in for week two for the following. Mike Steely is taking Alabama for his lock minus seven over Texas. And his upset special is the Tulane Green Wave. They are a seven-point dog. He's picking them to beat Ole Miss. For your upset special, uh, they have to pick a team that is at least a five-point underdog. Parker Thune. Lock is Colorado. He's picking against Nebraska. He got him at two and a half. Upset special UAB. No, matter, no, no idea who they're playing, nor do I really care, but uh, they are a six-and-a-half-point dog to somebody. Uh, maybe TJ, TJ knows the answer to that, but I don't know. I'll try to find it. Chris Plank. Lock is OU. Minus 16-and-a-half. Plank must be getting gambling advice from someone because his upset special is Old Dominion. Over Louisiana. Huh? Josh Helmer. It's Old Dominion in Louisiana. Who I like it's is that a real game? It's a real game. Yeah. I think a real game. It seems like Plank loved Old Dominion a lot last year. Okay. Seems like that was who it was. Josh Helmer has locked his beloved Iowa Hawkeyes. Minus four over Iowa State. His upset, Cincinnati, to beat Pitt on the road. Tyler McComas, who's mad at me for some reason, has taken Alabama as his lock. And his upset is Cal to beat Auburn. They're a a six-and-a-half-point dog. Teddy Lehman also locking the Sooners for the second straight week. Tej, minus the 16-and-a-half. He has Tulane as his upset. Travis Davidson also locking Oklahoma, and his upset is Cincinnati. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, that's everybody except for you and me. Uh, I'll go first. My lock of the week was established as soon as I saw the line. I've got Alabama minus the seven. I think they win by at least three touchdowns. Take that, Texas. Uh, I, I, there's no way that in Tuscaloosa this is not a lopsided Alabama victory. Locking Alabama minus the seven. I was considering two Big 12 teams for my upset special this week. I was considering Baylor over Utah, but as I said earlier, I ultimately decided defense travels. Utah will make it very hard on Baylor to score. So I didn't like that one as much as this one. I'm going to take Texas Tech. Texas Tech to knock off Oregon in Lubbock. I think what people are not factoring in here, TJ, is that Texas Tech now has LED lighting. 
and they well, are going to be extra hyped because of that. Uh, they're mad about losing to Wyoming. Yeah. Oregon scored 82 last week. They used up all their points. I'm going to take the Red Raiders in the upset. The uh, little guy in the gray shirt just texted and said, hey, did he just skip me? If I did, I apologize. No, I said his. Okay. Oh, no, maybe I didn't. Uh, well, his is very close to Parker, so I may have, I accidentally I did skip Drake. Sorry, Drake. Drake has locked Colorado minus two and a half, and his upset is Tulane. Apologies, Drake. You're right. I did skip you. Okay, Teach. What about you and the chairman? What do you got this week? Our lock of the week is going opposite of your upset special. Can you also, by the way, after you make these picks, put it in the text chain so I can yes, find it? Yes, yes. Right. Uh, the chairman is going with Oregon to cover in that game. Oh, how about that? He says, Toby must have forgot Bo Nix has a giant picture on the side of a building in Times Square. <laughs> true, he does. Bodacious. Um, so Oregon minus the six I and a half. I like going head-to-head -head against the chairman. Uh, I like that a lot. It, uh, it's one of his favorite things when this happens, uh, you know, is when you guys have similar picks uh, on the opposite side. And his upset special is a game that everyone's got their eye on this weekend. He is going Virginia over James Madison. Oh, my gosh. Upset special. We have to get this kid Virginia to over James Madison. Who makes delicious donuts, by the way? Does anybody know? Wait, that's Dolly. What, that's Dolly. Does anybody know what the number is for the youth gambling hotline? <laughs> Are you serious? He's taking Virginia over Virginia James over Madison. Virginia over James Madison. Yes, that's what he wants. There's a line on that game. Uh, yes, I'll go back up here. Five and a was. half. Five and a half. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Uh, oh, six. And okay. A half yeah, that's what I, he wants. Like. We'll have to wait till the USA Today comes out on Monday to have any idea who won that game. <laughs> There's not even any reporters at that game. But okay, the chairman's got Virginia over James Madison. So there you go. All the Ref Royal Rumble picks are in. Is there a sponsor, TJ, for the No Ref official Royal yet, but uh, okay, announcement right. to come soon, I was told. Three predictions. Three predictions time. Now, I did not end up getting to give my predictions last week because we had uh, the boss on the air with us. Um, but I did the one prediction I gave, uh, Jackson Arnold, two or more touchdowns was right. So I'm one and oh, so far on the, here you go. Teach three predictions for OUSMU. I've already made this one. Wait on a minute. The... Didn't you give them all on Thursday? No. Oh, huh. Mm -mm. I must be misremembering. <sighs> yeah. Let's, let's say I didn't, even if I did. <laughs> Three predictions. Number one, OU will score their first defensive touchdown of the year. Hey, that makes some people happy that were probably upset last week. I need to remind you, I will say the prediction. I will repeat the prediction just to make sure everybody hears it. And then at that time, that's when it is appropriate for you to comment on the prediction. Prediction number one, OU will score their first defensive touchdown of the season. Hey, that'll make some people happy that were upset last weekend. Prediction number two, continuing on the defensive side of the ball, there was indigestion over only one sack last week. This week, at least four sacks Ooh. 
for the Sooner defense. Getting after it. Yeah, baby. Again, please let me repeat the prediction. Exactly. At least four sacks this week for the Sooner defense. Prediction number three of three predictions. Jaleel Farouk did not have a catch in week one. He will have a touchdown in week two. Jaleel Farouk, touchdown in week two. Scoring. Prediction number four. Three predictions. This is kind of a uh, double-headed prediction. Dylan Gabriel will throw his quarterback. 100th career touchdown pass. And Drake Stoops will pass 1,000 career yards in the same game. Maybe on the That's same big. pass. We'll see. That's big. So you're DG saying he's back. DG right now sitting on 97. And Drake right now on 970 yards. Like it. So DG 100 career touchdowns, Drake 1,000 career yards in the same game. So 100% back, no doubt in your mind. They're not just going to hold him out precautionary. I mean, he wanted to play I'm in the last middle, week, I know. I'm in the middle of my three predictions segment. I'm not in the middle of an injury update segment right now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And prediction number five of three predictions for OUSMU. There will be no complaints at all. Zero. About the ESPN Plus broadcast and finding it on Saturday night. Wow! Everything will go go completely smoothly with the viewing audience. Wow! There will be no complaints at all. No None. complaints at all. Nope. That Everybody should not be will. a prediction. That should be breaking news brought to you by Wagner's Heating and Air Conditioning, Electrical and Plumbing. We sell the best and service the rest. That breaking news brought to you by Wagner's. That must have been what you got in trouble for right there. There will be... <laughs> No complaint. It'll work smoothly for everyone. The app and the broadcast and everything will work smoothly for everyone, thanks to that video that was put out yesterday. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. So that is your three predictions for OUSMU. Your thoughts? Um, I think that there is one of those that you've definitely got wrong. I'll say that. The others I, I like. I like. Why do you hate Jalil Farouk so much? What did he ever do to you? I didn't say which prediction it was. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see, won't we? I got a pretty good track record on these predictions. You do somehow have a pretty good. To be a little negative Nancy over there on your side of the glass. (laughs) But back to to the one, uh, Drake, Mm going to play for sure. What did I say? (laughs) If he's at 970... And I think he's getting to a thousand. What does that mean? Is he going to stroll out Inside there in his penny loafers? Breaking news information by Toby Rowland, brought to you by Wagner's Heating, Air Conditioning, Electrical, and Plumbing. They sell the best and service the rest. He's not a magician. Get your breaking news from Wagner's right here on the ref. We're going to be sitting in the postgame press conference, going, "Huh? How did Drake get thirty yards despite being in a polo and khakis on Saturday?" <laughs> we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination.
The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by RK Black. Your document management network solution uh, company for your medium and small business right here in Kansas or Oklahoma. They've been doing it for years, since 1952. They provide us with all of our uh, faxing, scanning, copying it up. They do a great job. 405 Do we do a lot of faxing? RKBlatt.com. Um, no. I think uh, from time to time. I faxed something not too long ago. When you said that, I was thinking about it. I'm like, it was only a huh. couple of months ago, and I had to fax something. Well, look at us. Yeah. All right. So, there you go. RK Black. Okay. There you go. Uh, by the way, if you're responsible for the tailgate tomorrow, and you're scrambling, and you're like, don't serve some like boring like ham sliders or something, you need yourself a, a huge Chick-fil-A spread. Chick-fil-A oh, okay, uh, yeah. trays, gallons of tea, gallons of lemonade. That lemonade Chick-fil-A is can help you delicious. with all your tailgating needs, especially right here on the east side of Norman, right here on 12th Avenue, 405-310-3189. They are your tailgate headquarters. Do you like the Chick-fil-A lemonade? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, it's good stuff. I love Chick-fil-A's unsweet tea, by the way. Mm, that's good tea. Shiler, pronounced Skyler, would like the Commanders. Shiler is spelled S-C-H-U-Y-L-E-R. Toby, go Reds. I'm a lifelong fan over 50 years, Shiler nice. says. Or Skyler. The Commanders, you Skyler. said? Uh, commanders, yeah. I, d- I forgot that uh, you did have a clarification yesterday that Aaron in B.A., <laughs> A-I-R-E-N, is a male. Yes. Aaron Ron! Hey, Aaron! Aaron <laughs> <A> Ron? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. Aaron Ron. <laughs> Wichita Mountain Lineman would like the Jaguars. By the way, some of you, your names are way too long, too, when I'm typing out emails. There was one dude that was like, this is Bill from BA. But, uh, you know, then he goes on about sooner, sooner this and wagon that fan. I'm like, I'm not putting all of that. So you're just Bill from BA. So this Wichita uh, mountain lineman, who did yes. he pick? Uh, the Jaguars. All right. Uh... If you don't know what TJ looks like tomorrow, if he's walking down Lindsay Street, he'll be the grown man in the jersey. Hey, Chris A. from Edmond, find me tomorrow. Cash me outside, all right? You going to fight him? We're going to fight. All right. I'm bringing, you better bring your nunchucks. I'm going to te- treat you like <laughs> Uncle did Bruce Lee. And if Bob's wearing a jersey again tomorrow, I said it's completely appropriate for Bob a parent wear, to wear a jersey. Bob did wear Trust a jersey. Trust me, I in know. Your face. Do you know how many uh, people sent me pictures face. from the stands? Uh, Bob's in a jersey. Yes, his son's on the team. Oh, so there's exceptions. There's exceptions. If you're a parent with a child on the team, you can wear a jersey. If you picked one all-time Sooner to wear a jersey of, who would it be? Um... If you broke your own rule for one sooner, who would it be? Hmm. It would be it's one easy. of two. It's, it's Boz or Baker for me. Yeah, it's the Boz. Yeah. Boz is number one. A 44 with Boz on the back? Yeah. I'd, I'd wear that, even at my advanced age. Sure. 
caricature. I'm with mm-hmm. you. I'm with you. I think I everyone our age would answer that way. I saw the boss recently, and uh, I was like, God, he still looks so cool. He does, and doesn't he? I uh, we, we, Those liners, you know, we had people send back those liners for the game. Yeah. F- sooner uh, greats of years by years gone by. Boss at his back, and he did like three. He's such a professional broadcaster, too, you know. He did like three different variations for us of doing it. This is Brian Bosworth. That's right. The Boz. <laughs> I was like, that guy, he's cool. Do you? Golly. I wonder what it's like to be just born that cool in life. I don't know. Rides a motorcycle around. He's got a great nickname. He's the sheriff. This is Brian Fansville. I mean, come that's on. Right. The Boz. Kids, that's who we're talking about. The sheriff of Fansville. Mm. <laughs> that was still great at the game that one day. Boz is walking through. I'm like, Bronx, that's Bosworth. Oh, the sheriff from Fansville. Did he play football? <laughs> By the way, are they still doing those commercials? I don't know that I've seen one this year yet. They've got to um, be right. I don't know if I don't. Got, I don't know if I've seen one either. But I haven't really watched much uh, ESPN games yet. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the ones I saw. Or any, like, I guess they're not just on ESPN. I, I, I haven't watched a lot of college football yet. Uh, Bronco Mike's in. He would like the Broncos. Surprise. That's going to be difficult in week two, Bronco Mike. If you. Get, if you have that strategy the whole year. But I got you down. We'll see if they can get by the uh, Raiders. Uh, this is Rod Tindall from Tulsa. I think it's Tindall. Tidall. Tindall. Uh, Rod? T- Rod. T-Y-N-D-A-L-L. Okay. Tindall uh, from Tulsa would like the Dallas Cowboys. I just got a, uh, a DM from Sheila Hill listening on my way to my Alaskan cruise. Woo! How about that? Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Check out the Lumberjack Show and Catch a Can if you're going. Take oh, by a the way, jacket. You saying that, I got the email from the guy that knows how to change game day and make it better. I forgot to tell you that. I, oh, he, came does in he have my a whole show. list of things? Um, it's a long email, a very long email. Did you read it? I've, I haven't got through all of it, no. <laughs> that long? That long, yeah. Did he have any ideas in there? He had ideas. Okay. <laughs> he had ideas. Or are they are they dumb or good? He's a loyal listener. He had ideas. Well, can you share some of them with me? One maybe? of them perhaps was the LNC parking lot is very popular for RVs, parking, stuff like that. He right. would like some type of escape room style game in the LNC where you search out players football players numbers associated with like the section and row in the lloyd noble center to find your next clues to escape the lloyd noble center okay so we set up a escape room escape room inside the lnc to entertain the people in the parking lot right he does not like the walk of champions being done every game huh he wants it uh reserved for special games um uh, make it a big deal he says, like, if you're walking out there against Arkansas State, who cares? Save it for the big boys. That's what he said. All right. Um, 
Instead of using football games to introduce other team sports, why not have a meet and greet or set up where the de- a deal where kids, especially in the women's sports, could play games with the student athletes and get to know them instead of using a football game to give a golf clap to the other sports teams of the university. He goes on from there to talk a lot more about that. He said a kid would remember that the rest of their lives. So he'd like the soccer team to show up and play soccer with the kids or gymnastics to flip around in the street with them or whatever it is. So, Well, there are a lot of meet and greets. There are meet and greets. Um, like they'll have the gymnastics team at FanFest signing mm-hmm. autographs. They got the uh, they got the Parade of Champions, which, by the way, I haven't talked about it. Don't, don't forget, 2 o'clock tomorrow, the Parade of Champions starts on Campus Corner, goes to the Student Union uh, down Asp Avenue and across uh, softball team will be there, women's gymnastics, all the Big 12 champions from last year. should be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know that they set up a whole lot of situations where the college athletes like play games with the youth, but that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Now, I will say that it is very much appreciated by the coaches and the athletes of these other sports to be recognized in front of 85,000 people. Oh, without a doubt, they love it. Yeah. They love it, and it is it is good for recruiting and all that kind of stuff. So not only is it a promotion for the crowd to say, hey, come watch this team, it is also very, you know, very cool for those athletes who sometimes, you know, basketball might have a big game and play in front of 10,000. But most of these sports take place in front of hundreds of fans and sometimes less than that. And to be in front, be in that stadium in front of that many thousand people is very cool for them. So, okay. Any other ideas that our guy had? What was his name? There are a lot more. uh, Let me scroll down to the bottom here. That is K-Dub in the 918. He's upset. Uh, His original text was, OU does not do a very good job uh, of, of what was it like uh, in-game entertainment in-game entertainment um, and stuff like that and so surrounding he had tons of ideas yes if anybody would ever listen to him he's got tons of ideas how it could be better joe so if said, you're listening. Well, we're, li- we're listening yes people of importance listen to our show on their way to work every day what are your ideas and so he has finally emailed us his ideas and these are some of his ideas so go ahead um in the in-game experience um let's see here for starters that dude there on the field yelling every single word he says may be the nicest guy alive but tomorrow would be his last day through no fault of his own it's just a horrible idea it's cringe every time he talks (laughs) yeah i mean that's gonna be like a we talked about that before that's gonna be a disagreement with most people that go to any kind of sporting events now the kind of dj thing is uh, the youths love it. Okay, what's uh, what's his next idea? <laughs> he said, the run on the field. That dude says, there's your Sooners. I know who they are, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to scroll through here. This is so long. He's mad about, I think, TV timeouts here. Let's see. When OU gets a huge turnover in a game, we really need to make a play the crowd is lit and on their feet, ready to make an impact. We go to TV timeout, so instead of keeping the fans engaged for four minutes with music or a video tribute to a legendary player or queue up a deal where fans know it's time to start the wave, no, we don't do any of those. What do we do? My personal favorite, kicking for chicken. Mazes me. Tone deaf. <laughs> okay. 
one, OU has no say on when they go to timeouts. That yeah. is completely TV-driven. Yeah. Other than if they call a timeout. But on a change of possession, there are a, a set number before the game of commercial breaks that are throughout the game. You know, three in the first quarter, four in the second, whatever the case may be. It's, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of three per quarter that are taken. And usually it's the first three change of possessions, unless it happened so quickly. Like, oh, you scored a touchdown in a minute 15 on Saturday, so they didn't go to commercial. They just went ahead and kept playing because it happened so quickly. But usually it's the first three change of possessions you're going to a commercial break. The people in the stadium are not going. Joe Castiglione's not sitting, sitting up there going, go to a commercial break now. They have no say over that whatsoever. The little guy in the red shirt on the field. Yeah. Is, well, he has just, a headset on with the TV production truck, and when he walks out on the field, we're going to a commercial He thinks break. a tribute video instead of kicking for chicken would keep people on their feet and going nuts throughout the whole four minutes. He's gotcha. Like, tribute videos are yeah. great, and we do a lot of those, but we also have to pay bills, Yeah, There's as one. does everyone. It's very expensive. So you got you got sponsors, you got to pay bills. Kicking for chicken is not an OU thing. Any sporting event you go to, somebody's trying to throw up a half-court half shot, or whatever, so make a putt from the other end of the court, whatever the case may be. He, so, uh, so far, the best idea I've heard is for the soccer team to play soccer with little kids. Yeah, he's got one here for the media, so you might be interested in All that right, on yeah, the other sure. side. Yeah, I am interested. Uh, TJ's gut also coming up next. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I hadn't seen the Zach Bryan video until just now. Oh, there's video. I've not seen the video. He, he has sent something out about four hours ago explaining the whole incident. Yeah. He's, he says he's halfway to Philly. He's driving or to Boston. He's driving to Boston. He's sitting in a Love's Travel Stops, filling up with gas with his dog in the other front seat. And he's I'm about halfway through listening to the... Uh, <laughs> Zach, you make a much enough money, man. You go back and forth to these Eagle games and live in Philly and go back and forth from Oklahoma where your parents and stuff are. Like, uh, or dad or stepdad, whoever all it is. Um, uh, flight, man. Just fly. I'm going. That was my first thought too. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something here though. I get it. If you're an artist, why a road trip is a good thing. Like, there is a lot of time to think and listen to music on yeah. a road trip. Well, that's what he does. That's definitely what he does. And if you're a songwriter, which he is, just like, so, like, if you've got a time crunch, obviously, fly to Boston, watch the game, fly back. But if you got the time and you're like me, you don't mind being on the road, that would be a great way to write songs. Because your mind is just constantly thinking, and you see something, and that reminds you of something, and you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, you see the country and all that. I, I get it. I don't know if that's why he does it, but it makes sense a little bit. So anyway, I, I don't know exactly what happened yet. I'll let you know when I'm done listening to it. Okay, before we go to the rest of this guy's ideas, I need TJ's gut. What does TJ's gut feel like uh, is going to happen tomorrow on Owen Field? TJ's gut is. A little different than last week. Last week, there was no concern. It was kind of a whole-hum gut. He felt like it would be a big win for the Sooners. Uh, this week, the gut has had some uh, good, nervous energy. As I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm fired up about this game tomorrow. I, 
I think it's a cooler matchup than probably a lot of people think. And that's probably from growing up in that area and good family matchup, that yeah. have gone there. And You um, remember Eric Dickerson a yes, little bit. You yes. remember that SMU. I remember all that and Craig James. and Yeah, so I'm a little more fired up for it. And so with some of that good nervous energy has caused me to kind of like play mind games with myself a little bit this week and think, mm, is this game going to be tougher than everyone's thinking? This is... This is a better team than what people are probably thinking, even though I think OU should win comfortably and cover that. Uh, is it six, 16 and a half still? I hadn't looked this morning, but uh, who knows? that spread, 16, 17, whatever it is. The gut's feeling confident in a win tomorrow, but does think there may be a part in the first half where you're like, oh, SMU uh, came to play today, and then uh-huh. OU just kind of – I think OU's going to come out quick. I mean, lightning quick, especially on offense. But I think towards the ha- ha- towards halftime and then as you get into the second half, they'll wear SMU down and just grind them down, and it will be a, a good, comfortable win for Oklahoma. I think OU wins tomorrow 52-16. Hmm. to 16. Hmm. Oh, that'd be that'd be good. That'd be good yeah, on both ends. Fifty-two, sixteen. Sooners win. Wow. That says the gut. How's the gut doing with all the chicken it's been eating lately? The gut needs to get through this weekend and get past the rest of the cheesecake chicken and the and cake. cake. <laughs> and then the gut's really <laughs> going to try to cut back, even though the gut's getting a lot of sugar right now, and it craves the sugar, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just feeds on itself. <laughs> Feed uh, 52, me. 52-16, TJ's gut officially in with 52-16. Okay, what was the guy's idea for the media? So, my apologies to my great friends over at Chick-fil-A for this part of the email. There's also little things that could be done where the fans would feel more invested in the program. I've heard the media for pregame meal gets a Chick-fil-A sandwich. That's pitiful at a prestigious uh, university like the University of Oklahoma. I'm aware everything costs money and they have more to do down there than they can say grace over right now. So why not ask a group of OU fans or a local church to cook a nice meal for the media covering the team they love? I don't know something like that to where fans feel engaged and important like there's a part of something great. Coach Venables talks about having a servant's heart. Why not allow the opportunities like that to become a reality? It. I love it. Uh, what is this Episcopal... called for like a food chain when someone passes away? What do they call that? Uh, prayer chain. Prayer, prayer chain. Like they, they sign up for the the meals to bring some oh, of yeah, the meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so what like the like. Episcopal Church this week is responsible for the, uh, <laughs> the pregame media, media buffet. <laughs> the media meal. <laughs> Oh, I'll right. say this. Uh, this is going to be a, I guess, I, I don't know. Like, I love the Chick-fil-A. It, it's, I'm not telling you OU has the best media food of anywhere we go, but, like, I don't care. Like, there, m- most places you go, there will be a spread, like a buffet in the media area, and you go by and you get, you know, fill your plate up with whatever it is and take it back to your seat. That's not always, like, super convenient for my job. Just like grabbing a box and taking it back and being able to eat on it whenever I have time is great, and I'm a Chick-fil-A fan, so I'm okay with the – it's free. Like, what am I – I got nothing to complain about with the Chick-fil-A sandwich at an OU football game. I kind of look forward to it. Like, last week, I was like, I haven't had my Chick-fil-A sandwich since last year. I'll have a – yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And it was a biscuit. It was a sausage biscuit. I didn't even get a Chick-fil-A biscuit, but 
I, I like the idea of incorporating a uh, uh, church or a group into making the media food. So this guy really Look, put some thought into all these. There, there's many more on uniforms and other things that he has ideas for. What's he say about uniforms? Um, I didn't read that part yet. I know there was I something in there about alternate uniforms, but I haven't read it yet. Um, that's probably – the churches would probably be okay, but handing it off to fans – Making the pregame media meal is probably pretty dangerous. They would ne- they would never allow that yeah. because of the contract there, with the. There are a lot uh, of people that don't like you or me or you know Teddy or. Oh, you're saying they'd poison. They, they would. They, there'd be a lot of people running to bathrooms. I think. well, just the just the practicality of it, like having we have a food supplier at Owen Field, who there's a you know and bringing in bunch of food from the outside to go in and i don't know it's just and i don't don't think the media even looks at that like they don't say chick-fil-a we're covering much more prestigious of a university than this little sandwich i i will stick up for maybe traber the rest of them are fine i will stick up for my media brethren sister in in a lot of situations where i think they get an unfair criticism but (laughs) Complaining about free food is not a good look. Right. And they do. They do. All the time they do. Dude, you're eating for free. Especially if they don't get fed. What do you mean there's no meal today? Yeah. How am I supposed to eat? Chris Plank when we come back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. This one is all about horsepower. Boomer Sooner and the Pony Express. For the first time in almost three decades, back together again. The programs that watched Craig James and Dickerson and Little Joe and Billy run, riding high in the saddle after trampling to impressive season opening triumphs. Sooners in turbo mode, throw to Stoops at the 10, he's to the five, touchdown! Rolling to his right, under some pressure, he's got Nolan Matthews Harris in the end zone! offenses stacked with speed and sizzle the question which defense can force them to hold their horses we're about to find out it's football time in oklahoma throws in zone for gibson he leaps and he caught it he caught it freeman on the loose he's at the 40 switch by a guy he might go 10-5 to freaky it's the oklahoma sooners and the smu Giddy up. Here we go. Live from the palace on the prairie. Historical and field in Norman, Oklahoma. This is Sooner Football. 